Hey guys, don't forget, new episodes of The Educator are released on Tuesdays-ish. You can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher Internet Radio, MySpace, Pornhub, and transcripts of the episodes can be found on Letterotica.com. And don't forget, tonight's episode is sponsored by Homeless Joe's Pocket Rockets. It will get you off any time of the day. Now enjoy the show. Today's episode is brought to you by Polygami. From the makers of Original Gami comes a new and improved Polygami. Manufactured in Salt Lake City, this 531 book will titillate your fingers for hours. With so many shapes, why fold just one? Use promo code EDUCATED and receive free upgraded shipping to their latter day guarantee. Thank you for listening. Gentlemen, welcome to the Educated. I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy Lane. What's going on, man? Hey, man, how's it going? We're back here in Studio B2. B2, yes. B2. <laughs> I'm catching myself. Not so the B52s. Right. Just the B2s. Just the B2. Just Studio B2. B2. Right, with special guests Christian and Maria. What's up? Hey. hey. How's it going? So, do we want to get straight into our random, random question? Random hey, question. Hey, random question. Just hammer it out. Hammer it in, dude. No, no. Uh, Fix that. No, no preamble. No preamble. We've been preambling for an hour. We've been doing it. We've already done it, yeah. All right, Let's see all right. if we can swim. Yeah. Let's watch yeah. Christian put the, the cover on. That's nice. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah. Slow motion version of that. Possible. Slow yeah. motion. All right. It was nice and like sexual. Random questions. Tequila. Yeah. So, random question for you guys. Okay. So, uh, imagine you're staying at a hotel, right? Okay. Um, say it's a, you know, a two king beds or two queen beds. Queens. Right? Queens. Queens, yeah. yeah. Queens are the standard, right? Seeing it. Two queen bed, uh, hotel room, you're roaming around, and um, have you ever roamed around a hotel and thought, I wonder how many people in this hotel right now are having sex? <laughs> oh, all the and time. how are they all doing the it? In the and whole building? What, and what do they look like? Oh. <laughs> and on top of that, wow. have you ever driven around your own neighborhoods and thought, <laughs> I wonder how many people are having sex right now? I was on my way to a Fred Meyer the other day. <laughs> right. And you had this thought. And I was driving around a neighborhood on the Lower South Hill in Spokane, and I thought to myself, I wonder how many people are having sex right now. And then I pulled over and wrote it on this list of random questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, so funny. that's my question to you guys. Right. Yeah. It's funny that you asked that, because yeah. I remember back when I was like 15, 16, yeah. um, my best friend and I, we were at her house watching... Uh, Daria rerun marathon on Valentine's Day and her mom and her mom's boyfriend were out and we were just sitting there on her couch and we were like hmm I wonder how many people are getting laid right now and we were just very silent and we were like actually thinking about it and all of a sudden we hear uh, uh, oh yeah, whoa. Yeah, yeah and all of a sudden we're like whoa like nice. whoa what the fuck <laughs> we're like what the fuck just happened and like we, like, ran into her mom's room because we were like, is she there? No, she's not there. Okay, so we, like, went up to, like, mm-hmm. the wall and we yeah. were like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, it's our, it's your neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And so ever since then, it's been that question, like, ever, like, every time on the bus, like, I wonder how many people are doing it 
The I back wonder, of me right oh, now on the, the bus. The bus is a good one. I, I've ridden a bus and thought, <laughs> I wonder how many people are thinking about sex right now on this bus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. How many people are checking somebody out and thinking, I wish I could do that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I just it, It's an interesting question. I mean, like, guys? Okay, yeah. he's leaving. <laughs> Christian? I, you know, it's... I think there's a lot of people that are thinking that. I can't, I mean, right? it's, it's an... But how many, people, how, many think, how many think they're actually doing it, though? Actually doing it? Yeah, actually like doing it. Like, 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 for example, right now, in, in this apartment complex, Ooh. how many people do you think are having sex right now? I want to say, uh, the, you know, there's probably at least three. Three or really? four. You think? I'm going to say. Yeah? I mean, there's... I mean, here in West Seattle, it's yeah. kind of like an older community. Oh, yeah, I mean, I it depends on how active they are, but I'm going to say... I'm going to have to agree with Christian here. Yeah. Probably about three or four at least. That's interesting. Yeah. How are they doing it though? Yeah. Missionary. Are you, you think? Old. You think? Do, do you, think, <laughs> do you like, think most people do it missionary though? I mean. I wonder you know, about I, that. Yeah, I, like, I, like, for I example. Think it depends. Yeah. Like, for yeah. example, like I've been in a relationship for, you know, eight some odd years. I was thinking the other day, I'm like, God, I, I divert back to missionary a lot, you know? And then, then I start mixing it up, right? So I'm, I wonder to myself, how many people are doing it in a variety of different positions, right? Like, so when, like, how yeah. I said that I was on a bus, like, you know, you just look at someone that's just like, I wonder if they would, like, anal. <laughs> <laughs> like, they look like an anal person. <laughs> right? This that's is so brilliant. <laughs> that's brilliant, this yeah. This is so weird. Like, I'm, I, like... There's sometimes where like, like I'm listening to music and my thoughts just go everywhere. But when I'm listening to podcasts, it's not really like I'm so focused on listening to the actual person talking to right. the headphone. Mm-hmm. So when I'm listening to music, I'm just kind of floating, just like looking around at people, and I see like where they're wearing their like sunglasses and whatever, and I'm just like, are they looking at me? Like I hope not. Like I don't like I'm not appealing. Me, me and this guy, me, me and this guy's in the in the shitter right now, right? <laughs> We've talked about that on the show where we wear our sunglasses and we will take a glance at a lady. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Th- I feel like that's anyone that right. wears sunglasses. Yeah. Like, when you wear sunglasses, your eyes are covered. Depending right. on how yeah. dark the sunglasses are. True. But, yeah. um, I mean, with me, I'm always looking. Because I'm always mm-hmm. trying to be fully aware of what is going on around mm-hmm. me. But I'm also thinking, what are they doing in life? Like, what are they listening to? Like, all this other random shit. What's their story? What's their story? Yeah. Like, I really want to go up to this dude and be like, what are you listening to? Because you seem like you're a businessman and yeah. a tie and right? suit and everything. And you could be listening to fucking metal or, some, right? or something. Are you listening but, to Radiohead or are you listening to Dropkick Murphys? <laughs> Is this a Foo Fighters day or, or are you listening to NSYNC? Yeah, I mean, like, are you listening to Britney? If that's right. how you get down, like, go for it. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time i'm always like i'm not always thinking but i'm always like kind of wondering like do they like missionary <laughs> do they you, like you, being doggy style like do they i like wonder about around? some people some people's personalities i'm like all right this person seems like an anal retentive asshole but i bet they like it freaky in the sack right is is it is it is it flipped or maybe it isn't flipped. Right. Right? It's like a uh, fancy in the street, but a freak in the sheets type right. of thing. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like or, type uh, of thing. Like a Sith in the sheets. Or like going back to the Jedi. Do about the Star Wars thing. Yeah. Sith in the street. Sith. Jedi in life. Stormtrooper in the street. I have no idea. <laughs> 
little bit of anal right there, yeah. No, no, for sure. Like I, I don't know. I remember staying in in hotel rooms and thinking and thinking that. Do you ever? Do you ever think about that? Like, does yeah. it ever cross your mind? I think it depends. Yeah. On like you know what's going on, what what I've done that day, and yeah. you know what else I've got, you know. Cause right. I, I'm not like, you know, you you are where I can you know like my mind just starts to wander, you know. Yeah. Onto random ideas or random thoughts. I you know usually I got something going on in my mind where it keeps me occupied for the most part. Yeah. Um, but when I do think about that, I mean it's, I don't know. I guess I just kind of. I, I guess it's... I guess that makes sense. I guess I'm more curious about what people like. Kind of kind of going going to what you were saying. I think it's and it always diverges back to sex for some reason. I think it's more <laughs> with me. It's yeah. just trying to calm myself down because I'm I'm filled with anxiety no matter what and yeah. so with order to try and calm myself down i'm like always like like something like trying to bring myself out of it like i'm touching a table i'm touching a chair like um if i'm looking around i'm looking at flipping a, through your phone or you're doing this my phone, doing, and yeah. i'm trying not to look at my yeah. phone so much just yeah. because it sucks so much out Time. of me yeah. so i try to absorb everything around me trying to make sure my surroundings so when I'm looking at other people, I'm more of just being like, that's who this person looks like. This is who this is. But my other question is, is this like, what was their favorite childhood TV show? <laughs> like, right. What was their favorite movie growing up? What was their role model? Like, what were they supposed to be when they grow up before they landed in right. the career that they're in Are now? their parents dead? Are they, yeah, are they like, a doctor? Well, are they, the are same, they a... At the you same know, yeah. time, I don't really want to know them because I'm right. just like, you're a stranger on the bus. I don't want to fucking talk to you. You're, gonna, <laughs> you're not only going to think I'm a creep, I'm going to think that you're a creep too. <laughs> but right. with like hotel rooms, I want to say, <laughs> so Christian and I went to uh, Disneyland yeah. with his whole family. It, well, it was, it was more of just Christian, Lane, and Ronnie. Right. And that was so much fun. I think that was the best, one of the best trips I ever went on. And uh, his mom had a timeshare. Christian's mom had a timeshare. Mm -hmm. And so she was like, uh, yeah, you can stay at the timeshare. That's fine. Right. And so, you know, we stayed in separate rooms or whatever. But at the same time, like, that question, <clears throat> yeah. I'm like, how many people are doing it in a hotel room at Disneyland? <laughs> 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 like, is that their own Disneyland? <laughs> Like, did, they, did they see Simba or Goofy and be like, you know, goddamn, I gotta just go back up to my dude, room and just get it fuck on? My girlfriend, yeah, right, right the fuck yeah. now. Or, or my boyfriend, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just gotta fuck whoever yeah. right now. That sounds like a what whole it is. furry issue right there. <laughs> right. <on its own. laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I mean, like, you could have the best day and then come back to a hotel and, like, do whatever the fuck you want. You can, so you know. I kind of like staying in hotels for that reason. Yeah. It feels like a, like a one-off, right? Yeah. Like, like you can do not, whatever you want. Like, you can even stay in the same town. Right. And go to a hotel. Mm -hmm. Like, I haven't done that before. Yeah. Um, Christian and I plan on it, like, going to a hotel and just staying, like, a night or two. Just having fun, yeah. Just chill. Yeah. Just not worry about home, not really mm -hmm. worry about our work, mm -hmm. even though we are at home. Right. Um, but it's, just, it's a whole different experience, right. I feel like, just because, like, you're not worrying about anything else around you, you're being in a hotel by your, by your own selves, yeah. and, like... Zero responsibility. Zero responsibility, exactly, yeah. for sure. Yeah. No worries in the world. 
and you just have fun. So I feel like with anyone, I like in a hotel, they probably are doing it somewhat special. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just missionary. I don't know though. I think that depends. Like yeah, kind of. I think it was mentioned earlier. Like it kind of depends on the personality of the person. You know that. Yeah. yeah. Which yeah. and which even that is on its own kind of a crapshoot. <laughs> you know, like you can see someone who you know is boring as hell. You know, as far as their personality, they're you know they're monotone. They're just you know they're. But people have layers to their personality. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they can be you know monotone, boring, slow mm-hmm. when you're talking to them. But then you know once they get in the, you know, in the bedroom. Yeah. They a switch flips and they're just mm-hmm. total freaks. Again. Totally. Freaking the sheets. Right. So I think completely different person. So so to, I guess to kind of answer your question from earlier, like yeah. w- what do you think they're doing? It's like, well, that's kind of hard to say until you start to get to know them a little bit more. Precisely. You know, um, that kind of like ties in the previous see, episode. Yeah, like you bit, just yeah, see yeah. like a like like a Dwight personality. You know, like yeah. <laughs> kind of nice, like nice pull, nice pull. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah like, like that, like that. Just yeah. down the middle, parted yeah. hair, and like all like yeah formal, whatever. But he could be a totally different person on the inside. Right. And so you can never really judge a book by its cover, mm-hmm. I guess. But if you really want to have kind of like a fun with it, like if you're seeing someone outside, like if you're by yourself inside and you yeah. see two people either talking or ar- arguing outside in a window where you can't hear them, you could be like, oh, I really like pie. Oh, I hate pie. Like, I really hate it. Like, you could just like... Like, imagine what they're arguing about, but in reality, they're actually arguing about something else or talking about something Right, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that dynamic, that imaginative thing is interesting. Yeah. It's fascinating. Yeah. You know? Uh, actually, that, that leads into the topic of, of tonight's show, right? So on a previous show during season one, Lane and I had an argument about whether unconditional love was real. I took the stance of, it's not real. Unconditional love just does not exist. Yeah. Lane took the stance of it does exist. It is real. Hmm. It is tangible. You can actually love somebody unconditionally. Right? To me, that sounds like an absolute. And so yeah. the question of tonight is do absolutes actually exist? Is there such a thing as an absolute in real life? Can you really love somebody absolutely? Like, for example, not to get, I mean, I'll get a little personal on, on right. the podcast. Yeah. Um, my mother and I don't have a relationship. We haven't spoken in almost a decade now. Oh, right? Wow. Okay. So, from my point of view, right, her love for me is not unconditional. That's not absolute, right? Yeah. We just don't have that. Like, can I ask you something? Like, yeah. does she, like, when you mean that you haven't talked, was it on your part or on hers? It was mutual. Mutual. It was mutual, yeah. Like, um, because I, I have kind of like the same thing with my mom. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a strong connection with her, Yeah. but, um, I try to talk to her. I try to help her out wherever I can. Um, it just gets harder and harder each time. So it's like harder for me to talk to her just Mm -hmm. because I don't want to, like, I guess it's more of like, I don't want to see where she's at. Right. Just because I want to keep that mental picture of her when I was young. So it's just like, I want her to be there. I want her to, you know, like all this. So it's really interesting for me because I don't have a lot of friends that have no real relationship with their mom. Like, so it's, it's very interesting to hear your end. Well, like, so, so when, when I was young, uh, my mother and I were close, 
right? But then around when I was nine, about two weeks before my ninth birthday, my father passed away. Oh, and so okay. when that happened, everything kind of changed. So right? it was like a riff. It was kind of rift. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you go through hard times with somebody and you get closer. Sometimes right. you just drift apart. That's exactly what happened to me. Cause yeah. her, so her mom, my grandma, yeah. who I was very close mm-hmm. with, she passed away when I was 16. Yeah. So that caused a rift right. in between. So I kind of know where you're coming from. Yeah. So, I, yeah. I appreciate that. Like most people just don't get it. Like yeah. they like they, they look at me and they're like, well, she's your mother. You should reach out. You should do this and that. And that's like, how it's I not feel too. That like, simple. I, yeah. It's exactly. not that simple. It's just it, there, there's more to it than that. Right. When like I can't look at like I will say that I do love her and I do care for her. Right. Literally, she's 20 miles that way. Right. My mom lives in Shoreline. Right. She li- so, my, my mother lives up in Northgate, right? Oh, she's just she's just right freaking <laughs> so we there. Both yeah. Are in the same position basically, basically much. yeah. yeah pre- pretty yeah. much in the same position, right? Yeah. But I won't call her. I can't because every time I just I talk to her, I can't help but feel this deep hatred toward her. That's cool. And it's not entirely her. Right. It's 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 what she reminds me of. It's all everything that happened after when he died, right? Everything that, that took place, right? All the events that happened, all the horrible, just awful things right. that happened as, as we grew up. And her, from her point of view, she'll never say this. Even to this day, after all these years, I, I can almost guarantee she'll never admit this. But she blames me for some of that. She blames the fact that she had a child that she had to take care of. And, that she, and so she made certain choices that let her down certain paths. And she looks at me and she blames me for, for those choices. Yeah. And, but at the same time, I do know she loves me. But that love is not unconditional. Right. right? She loves you because you're her child. Right. Not she because of who because, I am. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. how I feel. Like if I, because I get anxiety just calling her. Just being oh, like. Oh, for sure. I'm just like, mm-hmm. I just want to call her just because she isn't, like, her and I, like, I tell her constantly, like, you can call me whenever you want. Yeah. Call me. I'm at work. Leave a voicemail. I'll answer you right away. But it's like, it's, she doesn't and right. I don't. Right. But it's because I reach out so much that yeah. she doesn't reach out to me. So I'm just trying to f- see where she's at more so where she, more so than what she wants to see where I'm at. So it's just... I totally get that. I, I, it's gotten so... The rift between me and my mother has gotten so bad that I will... I actually check the obituaries to see if she's passed away. And that's what freaks me out the most is that... In fact, I did that as we rolled into town. Every time I come into Seattle, I check the obituaries. Just, just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So Christian, he was on the couch when he, when I got this phone call. So on July 2nd, which is my mom's birthday... Mm -hmm. She called me at 3 a.m. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I had to wake up at 6. Right. So this is three hours before I had to wake up. And she and he was on the couch. Yeah. So my phone goes off. And I'm like, oh, it's my mom. And I just, turn, I just turn it off and go back to yeah. sleep. But then I'm like, a couple seconds later, I'm like, no, that's my mom. And she's calling me at 3 a.m. Oh, my God. Right. And so she left me a voicemail. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay. So I, like, checked my voicemail. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, hey, it's, it's your mom. Just excited for my birthday, blah, blah, blah. And just kind of like, she's like, I don't know why I called you at 3 a.m. Sorry, right, yeah. but just excited or whatever. Yeah. And I called her back and I was just like, Mom, I'm waking up right now. Like, 
three hours before I'm supposed to. Like, are you okay? Yeah. Like, I was so worried. And she was just like, oh, it was, it was just my birthday. Uh-huh. Like, I just wanted to say, like, it's my birthday. And I'm like, okay, great. Happy birthday. Like, I was going to call you later on. And at a reasonable hour. Yeah, at a reasonable yeah. hour. And, yeah. like, I got off the phone with her and Christian was like, is everything okay? And I was like, yeah, this is my mom. She called me because it was her birthday. And he was just like, oh, okay. Like, is she okay? I'm like, yeah, she's fine. Like, I don't know why she just randomly... But, like, at the same time, like, I've learned that depression is, like, insomnia. Like, you'll get insomnia or whatever while you're depressed. That's very true. So, like, she's been going through insomnia. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's another thing. We were never open with how our feelings are. So I could never tell her how I was actually feeling. Right, yeah. So it's really hard to, for me, almost being 30 yeah. <laughs> and not being able to tell her, like, I'm very upset with you on how everything turned out. Right. So this is, like, this is another reason, like, um, podcasts has actually helped me in a little bit of a way. Yeah. Just because um, most of the podcasts I listen to is all about mental health. And so um, they were talking being open about like therapy and stuff like that. And right, I was yeah. telling Christian, I was my like, speciality I, actually. Really? I'm a graduate school in the psych program. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Word. Yeah. yeah. And I like, you know, in the beginning, like ever since I was a kid, I always thought like, Oh, psychology, like therapy. Oh my God. Like that's for crazy people. Yeah. But like now that now it's, you know, a better time where everyone's like open about their, mental health and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and like what I've been going through with like my mom and everything like that I'm just like you know I feel like I should go into therapy and stuff like that or just like at least have someone to talk to even though I've told Christian like like I could tell him everything or I can you know feel like I could tell him everything but I feel like like he could I could tell him everything but he has a different point of view so I feel like if I go to like a therapist or something it'd be more of a bigger... It is, it is. So yeah. when, 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 you, when you go to a therapist, and just as a caveat, I'm not, I'm not trained as a therapist, I'm trained as a psychological researcher, right. but I have, but I have the, that similar training, in a sense. But when you go to a therapist, really, it's all about you. you, you right, you, you're you, figuring you, out yourself. You're figuring out yourself, but it's also a choice. Like, I, I, I couldn't go into therapy, right? Because I'm not entirely positive that I could make the choice to be perfectly honest. Because right. when you walk in there, you have to be absolutely honest in a very brutal way. And that's how I feel like I can be. Like, I yeah. I can be honest with Christian. Yeah. I can be honest with my best friend. Mm-hmm. But I don't feel like I could be, like, I don't think I could be as honest as I want to be. So if I did go to someone that didn't know me at all and was able to be like, okay, well then this is your problem. This is what happens. This is what you Mm -hmm. have to do. This is what blah, blah, blah. Not like, oh, I've been through that. This is what you have to do. It's more of like a guidance more than anything, more than just advice. So it's... I've, I've personally gone into therapy in the past. I've sat there and I've been honest, but then I've caught myself leaving things out. That's, I leave details out. I leave things out, and it manipulates the the, the entire story. And that's another yeah. thing too with like storytelling, because yeah. um, I've learned recently that uh, with whatever memory that you have mm-hmm. from when like you were a kid, like saying that like oh you fill up your bike, right? Yeah, like 
you can alter that story yeah. along your entire life. Right. But at the same time, you're remembering it from the time you remembered it. Yeah. So honestly, like you might remember that time that it actually happened, mm -hmm. but over time it's alternated. Exactly. Memories morph. They change. Perspectives change. Yeah. You know, that's why when you get older, you look back on your past and it doesn't have as big of an impact. Right. Because your perspective ha has changed. Your, your view on that, the emotional impact there has, has ultimately changed. For, I mean, just for me, looking back on my relationship with my mother, that hasn't changed because that's so deep rooted. Right. Some of that I, I can look at and I can be like, I love her. I don't wish her ill will. Right. But at the same time, I, I just, I can't give her what she needs. She needs somebody who can, who can be her family in a deep and loving way. And I'm not sure I can be that for her. Because it was never like that between us. Right. That and like when he when when my father passed away, and you, and it you was almost out like so young. it started out so young. Exactly. Yeah. It's almost like she passed away. She right. changed as a person when he passed. So it completely shifted the dynamic between us, where where I was forced to be the breadwinner in 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 you in were a, the man of the house exactly essentially yeah. essentially i was the man of the house i had to take care of things I had to fill out the rental applications make sure the bills were paid make sure the we wow. had enough money so for you food took on full role exactly yeah exactly i never had to deal with that part yeah my mom she mainly worked mm -hmm. and my aunt was like watching me but yeah. not but she didn't work at all like yeah. i have never seen my aunt work so it was just so weird to see like like my mom taking care like at first it was my grandma that was living right. with us at the time so she was taking care of four people including herself Damn. so yeah so she was working like constantly mm -hmm. and then so that i feel like that's where i kind of resent her for is not being there obviously but like even then it was just like even trying to get on an emotional level with her was just like talking to a wall. It like when she got home from work, took a shower, sat in her chair, watched whatever shows were on mm -hmm. and just let it be. So right. whenever I try to like talk to her, like, Oh, Hey, I got like a good grade on my test. Uh huh. Yeah, that's great. And, and it was just kind of like, hello, like, why aren't you talking to me? And so now, like, she expects this whole relationship to where I'm, like, I can be open with her. And it's just, like... I, As if it's just the snap of a finger. Yeah. yeah. And I, I yeah. want it to be a snap of a finger. Certainly. Of course, but everybody does. at the does. same time, yeah. it's just been so scarring. Like, even when I was a kid, like, I had a crush on someone. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, oh, my God, Maria has a crush on someone. Blah, blah, blah. Like, made fun of it. Mm -hmm. And so at the point where I was... Ever since then, I was always made fun of for something. Right, yeah. So I was always like, I don't know what to fucking do at this point. Like, I don't know where I'm going. I don't know what you want me to do. Yeah. So even now, like, I went into beauty school thinking yeah. I wanted to do that. Three yeah. years later, I graduated, never got my license for it. Yeah. But now I'm in kitchens for so long that yeah. I'm like, I actually really enjoy the kitchen a lot more. Yeah. And so... But, like, I told her, like, the last time I talked to her, I was like, oh, I kind of want to finish beauty school, but at the same time, like, I really like cooking. And she was like, oh, 
my god, like, your grandma would have been so proud. Like, she loved cooking, too, and she would have blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, then now I see what runs in my family is either cooking or being a certified nursing assistant. <laughs> and I was like, I really don't want to take care of old people for the rest of my life. I'd right. rather cook for them. Right. <laughs> but I won't fucking wipe their asses or anything so it's just like i can't do that so it's just like do you feel like that guidance kind of was lacking and that's why you were you were trying to find it's things it's still hard for me to find something now like even though i'm totally get that i'm about to be 30 yeah this entire like last five years Mm -hmm. um i've been trying to like figure out what i wanted to do and it also didn't help that the previous jobs i had before they they weren't really guiding me anywhere. So yeah. now the job that I have now is just so loving and so open right. to whatever. So they're like, yeah, go for it. Go for this, go for that. And it's just like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so more open. And like, that's what kind of terrifies me. Yeah. Cause even when my friends are like, Oh, like you're so good at this, like do this and do that makes me feel so uncomfortable because I'm not used to that. I'm not used to people being like, you're good at this. Go for it. I'm like, now that you're pushing me, fuck off. <laughs> like, I do not want to do this anymore because you're expecting so I much ex- of me. I know exactly what you mean, oh right? God, I had I'm no so... no guidance whatsoever. And so I was picking and choosing things. So I, I, I got to call. Co- I got out. I was 18. Went to college. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let my past define me. I'm just going to go out and I'm going to be successful. Uh, fast forward 13 years. Right? And I've only now, in the last three years, kind of decided what I want to do with and my life. what do you want to do, is the thing. I'm trying to think if I can say it on the show or not. <laughs> oh, <I'm sorry. laughs> no, no. Well, you can uh, edit this out, can you? I can edit certain... I'm, well, I, no, I don't want to edit. I want to say it in a certain way where I don't have to edit it. Oh, okay. Right? Well, so, um, so I essentially want to be a researcher. I mean, oh, let me, let, let, okay. let, me, let me just put it like that. So okay. I essentially do... Right now, okay. right? Yeah. And I'm involved in at the state level and at the community level across. across. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Right, yeah. And hence why I can't say it on, on this show. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So government information it's, it, well, blackened out. It's no, it's not it's not anything that would get me in trouble, but it's right. you, you just don't want to admit yeah. it on on a podcast. For sure. But it took me a long time to get there. I have yeah. fucking three bachelor's degrees that are absolutely fucking useless. That's how I felt. Absolutely useless. And I was just bouncing around. That's how I felt because at yeah. first I, I didn't even want to go to beauty school. because yeah. Because like, so in the state of Washington, you have to be 24 in order to not be part of your family in order to get yeah. financial aid. Right, yeah. So um, after I turned 24... I was like, okay, finally I'm able to do whatever I want. Because, mm-hmm. um, like, a lot of my friends were like, well, why aren't you going to college? Why aren't you going to community college or anything? And I was like, honestly, I don't know what the fuck I want. I don't want to spend a ton of money on something that I don't know what I want to do. Also, I don't want to throw my mom under the bus for something that she can't even afford. Right. Like, I could barely get her to... Uh, Wow, you weren't kidding. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's fucking terrible right here. Uh, but she, like, she couldn't, um, like, I had to have a second person on my lease yeah. in order for my rent to be paid on time. Right, even right, I was able yeah. To. So she couldn't even pass that. 
So I was just like, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm 24 in order to go to school. Yeah. So I chose beauty school because I was like the thing I was like certainly into. I was into right. doing hair. I was into mm-hmm. doing makeup, all that. But going through the whole process and being super like really deep into my anxiety, it got the best of me. And I graduated with a 90% and I was still like, I can't do this. And even then, I just felt like, I just felt like at the very end, with all the things that were going on in my personal life, I was just kind of like, this is, I don't know if I even want to do this from, like, with myself. Like, right? I don't, yeah. like, there's yeah. no way of being like, I don't want to do cosmetology, I'll just be, you know, a, psychi- a psychologist or something. Yeah, yeah, and it, yeah. there's no, there, you can't turn from that because it's one simple school. Right, So, yeah. it's a trade school. So, you can't really just switch to one major. So... Now I'm stuck in a student loan till I'm till 2026, but whatever. <laughs> no, I feel you. I feel you. I I I worked and paid for the majority, probably like 80 percent of of the of my education, which I'm thankful for. So the majority oh, of my I'm so thankful for with everything, like yeah. with all the people that I've met. Yeah. Like Christian and I, yeah. we just went to one of my good friends from beauty school's yeah. wedding, and like That's my awesome. yeah. And my instructor, who was our teacher, yeah. she doesn't work for the school anymore. Yeah. But she was there at the wedding. We go to all these different functions. Like, yeah. it was a very close group. Mm-hmm. There was, like, maybe six of us, including the instructor, that was seven. And so, like, That's it cute. went from, like, 30 kids yeah. to six. Damn. Like, people, people drop out just because it's hard yeah. or, you know, they can't get the childcare or their job is getting in the way. Like all these other reasons, you know, they just drop out. So with the amount of people that you start out with, right. half of them you won't see when you graduate. Shit. It's insane. Like the beauty industry is brutal. Like I was kind of scarred from it yeah. just because of how, how much expectation there was from it. So with me, with dealing with anxiety, I was so, like, scared of fucking up someone's beauty ideal. Because they're like, oh, I want to look like Scarlett Johansson. And I'm like, well, shit, I can make that happen. But, like, halfway through, I'm like, holy fuck, like, I hope I don't fuck up or anything like that. And it's such a different turnaround because you can't just... Like, oh, I screwed up in your hair. I could just blank this out. No big deal. Like, I could just start over. It, yeah. You permanently fucked up that person's hair. I totally know how that feels because I that's the exact same reason why I don't want to be a clinician. Like, I don't want to treat people because I feel like I'm going to fuck them up. Exactly. Because I'm kind of fucked up. Right. <laughs> Already. And, and, like, you have this tiny yeah. little voice in the back of your head that gets the best of you. Exactly, and yeah. And it's just like, you're not going to make it. You're mm-hmm. not going to Oh, you're gonna and it's it been up. there for and, years. And it's been there yeah. for years. Yeah. But with me, on the other hand, it's always there. Uh-huh. So I always constantly have to beat it down with a bat. Like, uh-huh. I'm just like, fuck you, like, office space style, just yeah, go off yeah. on it. And so when it came to that point where I was graduating and I had to go to um, my exams, which yeah. I never did, um, one of them, both of them are far away from each other. Right, Like, yeah. one's in Fife, one's in Everett. So I was just like... The one I was more scared about was the practical because that was mm-hmm. all physical stuff. Everyone's watching you. And that's like 
when I was growing up, I wanted to be like either an actress or an artist of some sort where everyone will look at you and everyone would just praise you. Yeah. But then once you get to that point, you're just like, <laughs> don't look at me. I'm going to fuck it up. If you don't, if you look yeah, at me, yeah. like just look away for like, a, like five minutes and I'll be done. Yeah. Like, so it like from that turn point to that turn point, it was just, I was just like, I can't do this. So, like, one of my friends, she works for photography and stuff, so she was like, oh, hey, would you help me out with mm -hmm. this and stuff? And I was like, yeah, I could totally do, like, makeup and stuff. Yeah. But with hair, you can't turn back from that. You damage it, you're done. <laughs> like, right. with makeup, you could just wipe off, start over again. Yeah. But, it, but there was so much expectation, and, like, I didn't have a lot, like, I had support, mm -hmm. but I don't, I didn't have as much support as I do now. So, like, if I really did want to go pursue in cooking or anything, yeah. I have Christian. I have my best friend who mm -hmm. went through, like, this um, externship with Tom Douglas. Right, yeah. Who was, like, a big chef or whatever. And so she did that. But I also don't want to say that I want to do this because I'm also forced. Kind of, I, it feels like forced into that sort of thing. Like, oh, you're going to be so good. Like, you make the most delicious chicken. Like, I want you to <laughs> yeah. keep doing the... Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hit that. But it's just, um... It was just that point where, like... I'm just like, if you just let me be, I'll just do my, do my own do thing. Do your thing, yeah. yeah. Do your thing. Like, you don't, just... don't want to tell too many people because they're going to hype it up. Yeah. They're going to make exactly. it more than it actually is. No, I, I do the same fucking thing. I, I, I really want to hype-hype that. Yeah. Yeah, right? Right? <laughs> So I don't excited. tell people the things that I'm involved in. I don't tell the people the projects that, that I'm doing because I don't want people to make it a big deal because for me, it's not a big deal. I do them because I enjoy them because I feel like I'm good at them and I'm okay with that self-gratification in that moment within that project, right? right? I don't need like, you know, 10, you know, a dozen people telling me how great it is and how much it's impacting people's lives or some other poor shit that they don't <laughs> actually know about because they're not actually listening to anything I'm actually doing. They're just glancing at it. And that's how I feel right? with, like, with growing up. Yeah. It's just like, like, I never got the whole support. Like, oh, you are actually really good at this. Yeah. Keep going for it. If I got that when I was a kid, I would have accepted that now. Right? I would have gone full That force. confidence goes a long way. Yeah. And going back to what you said, like now having the support system, like I can say confidently now who I am now. I've got friends. i got Lane. i got Coach. i got my girlfriend, Kristen. Yeah. You know, every I've got, got people. Everyone. i got yeah. people that I can trust, that, 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 that I can talk to if I need to or, or whatever. I feel right. confident in myself to a certain extent, right? Mm. Confident enough to be able to do things. But if I had that, if I had that, just that little bit of that when I was – you know, 12, yeah. 13, yeah. 14, right? When it mattered. Right. When it fucking mattered, things would have been a lot different. Like, I could have gone to extracurricular for right. school. I could have gone, like, I I was so obsessed with what people thought of me just because of how I grew up. Because no, I never knew how people thought of me Yeah. until, obviously, when puberty hit. Right. M middle school, high mm -hmm. school. Middle school, I didn't really have a problem until, like, eighth grade, where I had no idea where to start. I had no idea who my friends were, right. who, what, who my true friends were, by the way. Yeah. And so, when you get to high school, it was kind of, like, with me, I didn't have, like, there was no cliques. There was no popular kids. There yeah. was no, like, there. yeah, there were the cheerleaders and whatnot, mm -hmm. but other than that, it wasn't that huge, big of a deal. 
So I was always with kind of like the, um, not the rejects, but kind of like the people that didn't know where to belong. So, um, so like we all became friends and over time we figured out where we wanted to be, but at the same time we didn't know where to be. Yeah. So like with all of them, like I had a lot of guy friends. I didn't have a lot of girlfriends in high school. I had the so, opposite. I had a lot of female friends. Oh, yeah. well, hey, twinsies. Yeah, right? <laughs> this is opposite. This is weird. So, yeah, like, my best friend, she didn't go to the same high school as me. Yeah. She went to a different one. And so, like, I was always either at their school mm-hmm. more than at mine. So, it was yeah, just yeah. so weird. And, like, trying to, like, balance that, it was it was kind of difficult because I didn't know where I belonged. Did I belong in my own school? I belong in this other school where my best friend went. Like right, I had yeah. no like real friend connection. Like I had like my my best friend in, at my high school. Right. But at the same time, I really didn't know where I belonged, and I still don't know to this day. And so like I tried so hard to be like the emo fucking like punk kid, like spike hair and shit like that. I tried so hard to be in that friend group, and they wanted nothing to do with me right so it was just kind of like okay well if i don't belong in that yeah but i dress like you and i am the si- like i'm pretty much the same person as you people yeah but i don't belong in that group where the fuck do i belong then so it's just kind of like do you ever find yourself lost. like trying to copy other people yeah like trying like, trying to be something that you're not like in high school like i exactly i learned how to play guitar i was very into like no effects and all like all these punk rock bands when really i mean i think back on i'm like did i really like that i mean i liked it but did i like it as much as i was portraying them? right right well i was super into like the whole the whole emo scene like yeah. To this day, I still love My Chemical Romance. That will ever, that will forever be my favorite band. But Britney Spears will forever be my favorite pop artist. And you know, like all these different, like at the time, it was so more of whatever scene you were into, you had to be in that. Yeah, of course. So when it came to like being whatever, it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, I don't, I don't think. You can be belong like you can belong into some group like that. You can't like just everything. You have to like one thing, right? And that's what always bothered me too. Like you always have to be like either in this clique or that clique or part of part of this grouping. You right. couldn't just kind of you know go around, kind of just try things. If you were to ask me today, what what kind of music do I like? I'd be like, I really couldn't tell you because yeah. I just like music. Same here. Yeah. Like, I can go one day listening to DMX right. to listening to Christina Aguilera at the next. Right. And it's just like, I could listen to Pantera. Yeah. I could listen to fucking Weird Al the next day. Yeah. Like, I love everything. And even back then, I loved everything. Like, yeah. I loved listening to anything that would get me going. Yeah. And that is what sucks because, you know, like in high school, they expect you to just stick in one group Mm -hmm. like i remember back in eighth grade um like all the like gangster kids whoever had like saggy jeans and big baggy shirts right they were all off in their one corner Mm -hmm. all the like straight a students were in their other so it was just really weird and then like being that person that's just like sitting in the middle spotlight on you trying to figure out which one you want to be it's Mm -hmm. just like 
You don't know. And no one's telling you, like, oh, you have to hang out with that group or you have to right. hang out with them. It's more of just on your own decision. Mm-hmm. And even at that point, it's more of peer pressure. Cause it's yeah, is it like, your decision, though? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. yeah. It's just like, is it yours? Like, you could say it's yours, but yeah. whose is it really? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that's... I mean, we started off with, do absolutes actually exist? I think we went off way into the weeds here. <laughs> yeah. But um, let's 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 kind of circle back. Do you think absolutes, do you, either of you, do you think absolutes actually exist? No. No? Mm-hmm. Why? Like, like kind of kind of run me through the logic of that. Uh, there's going to be no absolute with, with choices, right? Right. And so with everything, and this kind of ties into exactly what you guys were talking about. You okay. know, throughout life, you've always got a choice. The only the only time you ever you don't have a choice is when you're dead. Right. That's that you know, that's really the only absolute is death. Okay. But throughout your life, you've always got a choice. Mm-hmm. You know, no matter how I mean, choices are going to be easy. Choices mm-hmm. are going to be super hard. Yeah. You know, um, good examples like you, you know the anxiety that you suffer through. Um. You know, you have a choice to work through that, or you have a choice to let it, let it take you over. Right. But there's still that choice. Yeah. You have you that know? choice. So, I mean, there's there's a lot of things that you guys had, you know, we're talking about that made it seem like it was an absolute, when it's not true. Okay. In my opinion. No, no, you know, please, it, please, let's yeah, let's let's talk about it. Yeah. Side. Yeah, I mean, it's, sure. You just like, it's all about you know whether you want to choose to you know work through whatever problems whatever emotions you're feeling whatever whatever whatever's causing you anxiety you know good examples like when you were when you were talking about how you know when when people push you to do things you start to lose interest mm-hmm. you know well why why what is causing you to lose it like why why does that bug you so much that you start to lose interest in things you know right. do you have to let it bug you no yeah you know there, there's always that choice i mean and you know it's I make it sound easy, <laughs> just no, by, no. by asking that. You know? I think but, I, I think we all understand that yeah. it's yeah. not easy, but not, you do have a very good point about the about choices, right? I feel like I just want to interrupt real yeah. quick. Yeah. I feel like it's more of like it's kind of like the uh, whole aspect of something that you can't have more than anything. So if someone is like. You can't have that cigarette. It's like, oh, well, watch me smoke that yeah. cigarette. Fuck I'll you. I'm going to smoke it. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. smoke it. So if yeah. someone says I can't do something, yeah. I'll fucking do it just because I could prove them wrong. But, yeah, it's... But, but that's the thing. Like, you're, you're it, choosing it, to prove them wrong. Right. You and know, it, just it, like, it is very confusing conflict with that. But right. in, in the sense that, you know, there, when something is an absolute, like, good, good example, you know, like, I'm not in the best of shape. You know, am am I gonna sit here and feel like, oh, well, this is it? You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, like, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean that. Dick. She laughed. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. So did you. This <laughs> 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 is fucking guilty, man. <laughs> hey, man, um, I'm 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 not I'm feeling it too. Don't worry about it, man. <laughs> but you know what I mean. We're like, all out of shape. Yeah, here. we're all we're all. Like I can sit here. That's and... why it's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we it's have the face for radio. Okay, exactly. <laughs> Fuck you! I think I'm beautiful. <laughs> no, um, you know I. He's gonna like, be on the pole tonight, obviously. Yeah. No, Get it, girl. Hey, with you know the standards that some of these girls have, I can pull it off way better. Yeah, you totally. Um, but Shake it. no, like, <laughs> God. 
Please continue, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> you had a very good. You have a very important point. Yeah, I know yeah, you I'm did. So sorry. I'm so but sorry. like, you know, it's. I can sit here and you know think to myself, well, this is it. This is you yeah. Know, this is how I'm gonna be. I'm never gonna get in shape. I'm never gonna you know get those six packs, six pack abs that I, I would love to have. Right. You know? Yeah. And I can think that. Oh yeah. This you know that's an absolute to me. Mm-hmm. But it's not. You know, I, I've got a choice. You know, I'm and I'm choosing to be lazy. I'm choosing to. You know, not get off the couch. Not right. I'm choosing to not go on a run. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'm cho- I'm the one who's choosing to stay up till three o'clock in the morning when I can be going going to bed in, at an earlier time, mm-hmm. waking up earlier, yeah. and starting to you know better my health. You know, and so yeah, I'm using that as an example, but it's, right. it, it applies. No, that, it applies yeah, to everything. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. When I say that I I can't go 20 miles north and go speak to my mother in person, exactly. right? Exactly. Is, that's a choice. That's really a choice. Is it, it is. It is a choice. It really is, yeah. But in my, in my mind, I'm choosing to take the easier route there. That's in, exactly. it for For me. For right. me. But you're at, and ultimately, it is a choice. And ultimately, it's not an absolute. Mm-hmm. And exactly. that's why I, I, I agree with you. Absolutes do not exist. And I wish this fucker <laughs> was back. <laughs> what Lane! are you doing? Where'd you go? <laughs> He's just on his phone playing some Probably. Like, RPG game. <laughs> Ron, Ronnie's yelling at him. Yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck are you talking about prostitutes? Yeah. <laughs> it's a live feed, if you guys didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's all on Twitter. Just follow. Yeah, I guess, like, to, you know... I, get, I think I can kind of see what, what he's going to say. Yeah. As far as, like, when you mentioned earlier, like... Yeah. You know, uh, unconditional love. Right. Is supposed to be an absolute, which it's yeah. not. There, I don't no, think there's no, there's I don't, no such thing as, as unconditional love. Yeah. You know, there, there's always some sort of condition to it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, having a parent that, you know, takes care of you and, and you know, gets you things, and, mm-hmm. you know, there's there's already an inherent condition there right. where you feel like you have to pay them back. I yeah. feel it's, with me, like, I'm not, I'm, like, not saying this fully, but I feel like it's, with my end anyway, it's more of like a materialistic kind of love. Just because with my mom, it was yeah. like, um, let's say like, um, I didn't see her all week and she wants to go to the store. Right. Like, I want to go to the store with her because I want to spend time. Yeah. But she buys me a candy bar because like I was so good at the store. I'm always expecting that candy bar. I'm always expecting something kind of love from her that's her that that's but her that, form that of, was of her love form of love right right buying yeah. me things yeah and that's i mean i'm an only child too me too yeah oh, okay yeah Twinsies. it's weird yeah it's yeah weird. and it's so weird because yeah. people around me they're like you're an only child you must have gotten spoiled it's like mm. Mm, i really. mean maybe like i got secondhand things from like thriftco or from Valley Village or whatever. Blue Village. Yeah, Blue Village. Yeah. <laughs> the Goodwill. <laughs> and so, you know, it's just... You know, it's funny. As an adult, I do that. I, I will get people, get, like, as you as you can see by the shirts. <laughs> I will, I will, I well, will... thank you for yeah, your yeah, unconditional yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I show, like, love and affection. I would rather, like, give somebody a free t-shirt than give them a hug, right? right. To me, to me... Like giving things is is just the way I show my appreciation That's for. That's actually how I am yeah. too. Cause yeah. I mean I'm I Twinsies. see myself as a terrible gift giver, but yeah. at the same time I'm trying to think of them yeah. 
and this is the only way I could think of them. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. my my best friend Andrew, he loves weed. He yeah. loves Reese's Pieces. Yeah. I'll get him a thing of vape for his vape pen mm-hmm. and a Reese's peanut butter cup. Perfect. Every year, me and Lane, <laughs> we go to the cigar lounge, and I buy him a cigar and uh, and a glass of brandy. I do that because I know that's what he likes. Exactly. And I have no idea what else to get him. And I feel obligated to do something because I appreciate his friendship. But I, I have no idea. I mean, I'm, I would rather go through all that than give him a hug. I'd be like, hey, I appreciate you, man. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's just I just, more, I couldn't, I guess it's I, more of like yeah. an appreciation I guess gift. I did it right there, right? But, yeah. Like, oh, I appreciate your friendship. Here's yeah. a gift. Yeah, right? <laughs> so. Right? Sorry, I didn't mean to like fully no, interrupt you. Yeah. No. So. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel with well, that. Well, how about, how about this? How do you feel like the other side of the argument is? Like, I feel like the other side of the argument is that, uh, for example, just mothers and, and, and children, right? Right. That mothers w- will always love their children no matter what. Like, no I was told what. by a guy at a conference. He was an older gentleman, right? We were, we were getting along. We are having a few drinks, kind of like we're all doing here, right? right? And I told him about, you know, my mother and stuff like that. And his, and his response was... She's your mother. Obviously, she's going to love you, right? And this yeah. is like this is a guy that should know better, like professionally right. and personally. And I'm like, it's more complicated than that. How how can you think that that is an absolute? That no matter what I do, no matter what has happened between us, she is just going to love me and forgive me. I just I, don't get that. No, people, I, I think yeah. people have their breaking point. And yeah. I mean, like, for this example specifically. Yeah. I think, you, Parenting's a learned trait, I guess yeah. you could say. You know that people learn how to be parents. You're right. You know, it's, it's, it's fair. Not, yeah. And you can never be prepared for it. Right. That's the thing. How can yeah. you? If like people someone, are different, you know. Like someone could give you the best parenting advice you think you've ever heard, mm-hmm. but that's not going to be the best. Like you, you. Once you finally get to that point where you need to use that advice yeah. and it doesn't work, yeah. then what's the best advice? So what I like with that, it's like you can try and be the best parent you possibly can, mm-hmm. but you can still like not really succeed in some ways. Yeah. Like you're like your child, mm-hmm. like, us yeah we're expecting so much from our you know our parents like i never grew up with my dad so i never knew like with like like how a male is supposed to treat me so with my mom i never really like knew what i was supposed to do when i loved someone Mm mm-hmm Am I supposed just supposed to give them like flowers? Am I supposed to give them candy? Am I supposed to just keep giving them get like you know all that certain thing to make sure that they love me? Like I'm not like it's. I know that exact thing. I will do that all the time. Like I, I kid you. You know the melting pot in Spokane, right? Oh, oh yeah. Right. You both we ha- know. We have it everywhere. You have it everywhere. It, okay, fine. Like, yeah. It, I used to work a, there. Yeah, okay, right there on. Used to be okay. One on Queen Anne's. Right. Oh, sweet. Sure okay. Oh, one so it's a there. chain. Okay. Yeah, it's a chain. Right, yeah. right on. Okay. Never been to one here in Seattle, but in Spokane, it is is pricey. It's like two hundred dollars yeah, a meal for two people. They're, they're right. Pricey, yeah. And so, like the second date with the lady I'm with now, I took her there, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know why. I felt like I had to impress. I felt like I had to like give my all, like even above and beyond. I wasn't able to pay for my electricity that month because I took her out to that restaurant. You gave up 
electricity yeah. just to make her happy. Yeah. That's insane. Like, yeah. I... <laughs> like, I would be able to be, like, able to pay, like, all my bills and stuff. Yeah. But I don't think I will ever go above and beyond, like, <laughs> oh, hey, Christian, like, I'm going to treat you to the best fondue pot <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love him, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't yeah. think I could love anyone that much to spend, you know, that much amount. Yeah, but like, I, I wonder if it's love I or I wonder stand. if it, yeah. I love you. <laughs> do you really? I do. Yeah. <laughs> Two years living together. Your, your you bank know. account says otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> hey, the electricity's still on. So. Yeah, it is still on. We still got a roof over our heads, so yeah. we're doing good. Yeah, you're yeah. welcome. Oh. Ouch. <laughs> hey, there you wait, go. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Hey. There's the high five. That's not a, that's not a that break in the cup. That was not a breaking yeah. point. That was, that was actual... Point. That was actual love right there. Agreed. Love <laughs> high five. That's a loving high five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, yeah, yeah, I mean, You honest... get things to, to show love. And so, sometime yeah. for some people, right? Right. I mean, obviously, it, it worked out, right? But, yeah. But in, in different scenarios, I remember, like... If I take a lady out for a date in the past, right, it's always kind of top dollar. I'm right. not, I'm not taking her to Hopjacks or like Carl's Jr. And right? that's like one, yeah. and like to veer off of this, yeah. but it's like before I even started dating Christian, like it's always been a weird thing for a guy to pay so much for me. Yeah. Like, um, like I'm just I don't expect that at all. Like. When we first started dating, first off, um, he was like, oh, I need to pay for this. I need to pay for that. We need to do this. I'm going to pay for this. I'm like, we can oh, We're go. coming back to that, by the way. <laughs> we're, yeah, was that was like, an entire episode on chivalry. We were, I want a different perspective, but yes. But please, yeah, yeah, so um, I always, like my, like my mom and my aunt, that was one thing I learned was just go Dutch. Just oh. go half and half. Well, it was, it it depends though. I, that's where I come in. I'm like, it, it depends. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like with me more than anything, I'm always the one that's being like, let's go Dutch. I'll pay for half. You just do the rest. Right. Okay. Or if like dating for me before him was super new to me, the whole Tinder, the whole like whatever was super new, so I Luckily, had no idea I what that. I was doing. I missed that boat, but yeah, yeah I, I, okay, I, I've heard yeah. stories. So, yeah. okay, so let me give my example. Yeah. So when I was dating, like, a couple guys beforehand, mm-hmm. um, they were okay with me paying or half paying or whatever. That's weird. It, it was kind of weird That's at first, weird. but at the same time, I was like, okay, I understand. But coming from a boyfriend, my lo- my longest term boyfriend that I ever had yeah. was probably about five years. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was always the sugar mama in that type of scenario. Mm, and yeah. it was all because it was all because I made more money than right. he did. That makes and sense. And so yeah. it makes sense. And I actually have a couple guy friends that will come up to me and be like, "This is super weird. Like I'm about to move in with my girlfriend who mm-hmm. we- who makes way more than I do." Right. Yeah. And I'm like. Honestly, like I've been in that scenario mm-hmm. where the man, where the guy makes less than I do, mm-hmm. and I honestly don't see that as like, like oh, 
I, I'll take care of you because I make money. Like, no, I don't see that. Right, like, I yeah. see quality with that. Like, right. well, finally, I'm making, you know, a decent amount. Mm-hmm. He's making his mm-hmm. own decent amount. He can actually, like, we can pay for each other, whatever. Yeah. And so, like, when it came to me and actually started like mm-hmm. going into the tinder realm and actually still dating around or whatever guys paid for me and i felt that was the weirdest thing because <laughs> i was really just, yeah because i was just like i'll pay for my beer it's five bucks it's not a big deal this is the first meeting by the way yes so okay. like um first like first date yeah. um i well at least i would offer that mm-hmm. i feel like at least you offer Okay. They'll be like, okay, like, she's good for it. Okay. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. like is this weird? Because um, I, I was so used to the fact that guys had to pay. Mm-hmm. But, like... It's a cultural same, thing. It's a yeah. cultural thing. Yeah. And I, like, honestly, I don't really, like, feel mm-hmm. like that needs to be a thing. But at the same time, if they want to do it and they keep pushing it, I'm right. like, okay, fine. Just go ahead and do it. Like, go ahead and pay. I'm like, going to switch care. gears here real quick. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Oh. About. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you feel like you have to pay? Like, if, okay, imagine a first date scenario. If you want to use this first date right here, sure. that's fine. But like, how do you feel about it? Who asked? Who asked who out? That's how I see it. Let's say, uh, let's say, let's say how a... our first date was. Okay, yeah, fair enough. So when you asked me, let's go out for drinks. Yeah. So you want to pay for the drinks? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, the way I see it, I, I mean, I don't know if it really would be considered chivalry or not. Yeah. But I mean, you know, the way I see it, you know, I asked you out. Right. right. Of course I'm going to pay for drinks. Okay. You know, like I'm the one who's wanting to do this. Yeah. Right. Okay. You know, whereas like if you were the one who asked me out, you know, I would say sure. Like, and again, like I'm. I'd be open to paying for mm-hmm. my own drinks or even right. for I was going to say, like, if together. I asked you to have a couple drinks with me, like, would you be like, <laughs> that's cute, don't put, don't take out your wallet? Oh, fuck no. Okay. No, hell no. <laughs> okay. All right. No, no, now, we're, now we're getting somewhere. Because the way I see All it, right. like, you're an adult. If, you know, I'm assuming that if you wanted to spend the extra time, like, your spare time. Right. Spend your, your, the money that you have. Yeah. You can be able to take care of you know, both right. of us, you know, okay. it's, it's not going to so, be overburdening to you. Whereas like, if you were going to be, you know, if you were to say, Oh, Hey, let's go out. Let's, let's go grab drinks. Then expecting me to pay for it. That's to me is a red flag. Oh, okay. No, I, I actually totally see your point. You know, that's, that's a red honest. flag. Yeah. That's a red flag for me. And, and, and I know this is kind of, pre- it, it is honestly, it's, it's more, Oh shit. A chivalry okay. thing. It's more of like an expectation. Like, like if the girl asked you, she would expect you to pay, which me, yeah. I didn't expect him to pay. Yeah. But like, I feel like with other girls, like if they did ask, let's say if a random girl asked you to, for drinks mm-hmm. and she got the bill and was like, Oh, I got the bill. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'd pay for it just to be nice, but that would. She, she wouldn't. Would see you? Me. She wouldn't w- see me ever again. Okay. Oh, so right. is a, okay. So that's I love, kind of a deal I love breaker. the equality, by the way. Yeah. I, I, I love how, how how you're viewing it. Do you ever, like, do you feel like that should be the norm? Right. I mean, I like, mean, how many times has a woman asked you out, for example? 
You know, there's actually one that I can think of. Yeah. It was, uh, and this this is going to be a story for later. Right, the, one, the, enough, yeah. the Tinder date who dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go through that later. Between you point. and Coach, this is going to be a fucking fun episode. <laughs> <laughs> she's, you know, Coach is the previous person, right? The oh, one who right. wanted to make the muffins, right? Right. She, um, her boyfriend broke up with her, so she went on this whole Tinder escapade. She has these awesome fucking stories. The chocolatier ad, it came from her. That's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to meet Coach now. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds, sounds awesome. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Anyways, um, please continue. But yeah, no, like, so this Tinder date, you know, we were talking, and she was the one that was like, hey, why don't we just meet up for drinks? I was like, sure, where do you want to go? Yeah. And it was, it was cool because, you know, there was this, like, even give and take. Yeah. That I appreciated. Oh, You know, okay. where she was like, oh, hey, let's go meet up at this bar on Capitol Hill. Right. And I was uh, living down in SeaTac at the time, so I was like, sure, I'll drive up, you know. Like halfway point. Well, she lived on Capitol Hill. Oh, didn't have a okay, car. No, so you definitely, exactly. you made, you made so the I, effort. Yeah, yeah, so I made the effort to go up there, yeah. and she, like, first round of drinks on her. Okay. You know, and That's second cool, round of yeah. drinks on me, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. So See, there, I can get down with that. So it was yeah. that even give and take, but if it was, you know... I think before, and I've changed through over the years, mm-hmm. you know, but before I would have just been, like, all about, like, oh, the guy has to pay and whatnot. And right, right. Just over time, just, you know, getting used like that mm-hmm. kind of changed my views, and now I'm just like, you know what? Fuck that. Like, I, you make money as well as I do. Okay. You know, and if you're going to be willing to go out on a date with me, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that, you know, A, you've got the money to, to spend on dates. Right. You know, and you're not going to be wasting my time. Otherwise, if you're going to be acting like a gold digger, mm-hmm. <laughs> fuck, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Well, and that's yeah. like, and that's another thing too, as like in a relationship um, point of view is when Christian and I, whenever we decide like, oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Mm-hmm. It's like, um, like if I have the money to do it, I'll mm-hmm. pay for him. If he has the money to do it, when I don't have the money, he'll mm-hmm. pay for me. And at the there, you know, there's a point in time where we'll both have money, mm-hmm. but at the same time, um, like, don't take it, don't take it offensively or anything. But there was there was a point in time in our relationship where he felt like he had to pay because mm-hmm. that was just how he was taught, and yeah. how I was taught was always go Dutch. So when he told me like. I want, like, I don't know, I don't feel right about this Mm -hmm. with you paying for all this. I'm like, it's okay. Like, I'm used to it. It's fine. And it's not like I'm used to it because it's terrible that I have to do it. It's more of like, I'm okay with doing this. Like, I have the money to do it. It's okay. Like, I don't see this as an issue. Like, I see you equally, so it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. But... Like, when we first started dating, there was points, you know, where I had money and he didn't. And it was just, like, yeah. you know, he, he wants to do something for me, but he also doesn't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, I don't really care. Like, to be honest, yeah. if you don't, like, I can do it. Like, yeah. it's not a big deal. And it's just, like, not even just with him. It was just more, like, even with other other guys that I've dated, too, that are just, like, oh, that's weird. Like, I don't want the girl to pay for anything. And it's just, like... To be honest, money is money. Like, it doesn't matter who spends it. It just matters on, like, you know, whatever good time you're having. So it's, like... It's about the people, not about the money. Yeah, it's about the people more than anything. And, you know, like, 
um, I will have moments where, mm-hmm. like, I, if I plan something and something doesn't go right, then yeah. I'll get upset that yeah. it doesn't get up, that it doesn't go right. He's just like, I'd rather spend time with you more than anything. And I'm like, I want to spend time with you too, but yeah. I also want to spend time doing something together that we have never done. So it's just like, like, I'm not mad at the fact that we're not spending time together. I'm more mad at the fact that we don't get to spend the time together with something new. So it's just like, yeah, like, um, for example, uh, I didn't know if we were going to have enough time in order to see the museum because it was going to, it was close to closing yeah. time. The mop. It, yeah, the mop. <laughs> 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 right, yeah, yeah, the mop, the mop. The mop. Yeah. 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 So like, you know, I wanted to see all the different mops out there and I wasn't <laughs> sure how far I was going to get into those mops. Yeah. But <laughs> so I told Ooh. Christian, I was just like, I I, like, because the last time I went, we went when it was, like, an hour before closing, Mm -hmm. and I barely had time to look at everything, and by the time we were almost done with looking at everything, it was just like, what are you guys doing here? We're closed. And it's just like, oh, shit, you guys have been closed for half hour. Oh, fuck. So I just wanted to make sure that we had enough time together Mm -hmm. so we wouldn't feel pressured into rushing out so quick. So I, like, he was just like, like let's try this let's do it let's see mm-hmm. if we can make it and we made it on time we were able to do everything yeah and it was a great day and everything but i just felt like we do like a lot of things together we see movies together mm-hmm. we go out to eat together i just wanted to do something new mm-hmm. so it it kind of just like with the whole like man paying for stuff it kind of felt the same way of me going like above and beyond for someone that I love too. Right. So it was just like, I don't care if we get to spend time <clears throat> with each other. Cause we do that all the time. Yeah. I just wanted some good experience. Right. Yeah. And like at the, at that time I could not tell him that I was just more upset with the idea that we weren't going to be able to go. <laughs> and that was just a stupid thing for me to like, like just get upset over. Cause he mm-hmm. was just like, Maria, calm the fuck down. We're going to hang out, like, no matter what. We can do whatever the hell we want. Yeah. And it, that was my first and only plan. And I was like, we're going to do this. We're going to stick to it. Mm. <laughs> and we did it. And it was all because of him, too. And it was just, like, and it, like, that was kind of a thing, kind of a realization for me that just because no matter how many, how much money you have does not necessarily mean you have to go and do whatever you had planned you could just mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want and just yeah. be happy because in the end the greatest currency on this planet are people right the, the friendships that you have the exactly. connections the connections that you make yeah do you feel like that's accentuated by the fact that you're a only child i feel like that a lot yeah. um it it's not more like, a lot of people think just because you're an only child, you don't get a lot of attention from other yeah. people. So, I... Honestly, when people focus their attention on me, I feel very small. Like, right, I'm just right. like, oh my god, why is everyone looking at me? I have something in my teeth. I have something mm-hmm. on my shirt. Um, but it's... It's more of just, like... Like... I 
don't want to focus on myself being happy. Mm-hmm. I'm focusing more on other people being happy. The group being happy. The group exactly. being. And yeah. like, I mean, there will be times where I feel like I've had all the focus on myself, mm-hmm. even though we're in a huge group of people. And I'm just yeah. like, like, I feel like I pulled all my attention on me. Like, mm-hmm. this is so bad. Like, why didn't I let other people speak or yeah. anything like that? So that's where my anxiety comes in. Mm-hmm. But like, with like hanging out with other people, like seeing what people can bring out from other people, like love, respect, friendship, and all that, that's so much more important than seeing a stupid first comic book (laughs) ever made or anything like that. And, like, like, as much as I wanted to see that, Mm -hmm. I also, like, wanted to, like, not really impress him, but Mm -hmm. more just, like, oh, I want to impress him, I want to impress every, you know... This is the whole stupid materialistic stupid shit. And so when it comes to like money, it's like worth nothing. And when you feel like you're alone <coughs> and you want to reach out to other people, reach yeah. out to them. Yeah. Or, you know, like send out a fucking PSA over at Facebook like, hey, I haven't reached out to these people. If anyone wants to hang out, like right. let me know. Because I get so wrapped up into people thinking mm-hmm. that they that I need to make them happy yeah. to where I don't make myself happy. Yeah. So it's like... But if we all thought like that, we would all technically be happy, wouldn't we? We would all We be would happy. be, but not everybody thinks not like everybody that. not everybody thinks that. No, like, no, no, for not sure. Not at all. And I totally, I totally get where you're coming from. Like, when me, when I when I bought the tickets for, for, the, for the Sanders game, right? This was back in June, right? right. It was his graduation present, right? Oh, cool. And he, he recently told me, like, hey, uh, can we get a ticket for Christian next to us and i'm like sure let's figure that out so i went through all these tickets i'm like boom boom boom. the only thing i could think of was like try to sell the tickets that we have and get three three new ones and i was about to do it and he stopped me sorry (laughs) (laughs) make me the asshole make me the asshole well, you weren't here, so we. Only makes me wonder. Only makes me wonder. Yeah, this this episode is just all about you being oh, an asshole. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, I, I, I expected so. Yeah, yeah when yeah. you were gone, we we're just like, where the that fuck mo- is Lane? That guy's that an asshole. asshole. That motherfucker. He just leaves but, that house out to dry. Ultimately, <laughs> I would have dropped the the two hundred bucks or whatever just so we could all go. And if 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 I'd known you wanted to go, I probably would have dropped like another two hundred and eighty because I'm it's so not, glad you didn't. Uh, I yeah, well, I, I, but, I, I <laughs> but he would have, and that's, but I which is kind of really, why I was like, I was like, really well. Sweet. Yeah. I know I knew he would have yeah. even if he was like, Hey, we can we can buy three new tickets and we'll sell the other ones. Yeah. And they didn't sell, he wouldn't say anything. He would just eat the cost. Which is why I was like, Don't worry about it. I mean it's a, you know what I mean? It's not you know, because, that's because exactly that's, that's why I was like, you the don't money isn't he important would, he would do it. I work two jobs right now, plus plus I'm a full time graduate student. Like if I need money, I know how to get it. I can right. I, I will I'll I'll find a way to, to pay for it. But this right here, the fun with the dog and everything, <laughs> you know, it's that's more important. That's more yeah. important. The yep. memories are, are, are more important. But we, we did a we did an educated family barbecue not too long ago, right? Yeah. It was kind of a disaster in, in, in certain <laughs> in certain respects. Yeah, right. Honeywells out there, you know you know who I'm talking about. Yeah. Right? But it was fun. It was fun yeah. slinging the pill around. It was fun just being around friends, totally. right? Exactly. And we happened to get good recordings, and that's what this whole fucking show's right. about. Yeah, and right. like, and like, just 
hanging out with your friends. Yeah. Like, with the whole Lane saying that Ronnie has gotten you more into of taking pictures of everything. Yeah, right? Yeah. Well, and that, yeah. that's the same with me. Like, not not just because of Ronnie, but just because I follow Instagram. Yeah, and oh, Instagram totally, yeah. makes you think that you have to live the perfect life. Right. Like, you have to have right. this perfect setting and all this. Gotta have this but, perfect filter over yeah, this perfect thing. Right, yeah. Where you have to yeah. hide your eight shades of sadness behind it. <laughs> Yeah, that's truth right there. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. Drop some truth, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. You're taking that selfie because your makeup looks really good, even though you just cried for three hours. Right. <laughs> <laughs> this mascara was perfect. It looks before. amazing. And uh, hashtag blessed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag so ready for life. <laughs> but, you know, it's like with all the pictures you can take and with all the memories you make and all that. It's it's so worth it. Yeah, I'd I'd much rather take pictures or vi- or video mm-hmm. or recording or whatever to capture that moment and being able to relive that. Yeah, and because like I mean I have pictures from my childhood. I don't really have video recordings. Like my mom was never the one with the video recorder. Like, the full VHS. What can you do next? <laughs> like yeah. I never had like the full, like, the full VHS. Like, yeah, the full VHS recorder. Where it's <laughs> back in nineteen eighty seven. Yeah, throw it was against yeah. her. <laughs> Like American, ha- like yeah, fucking. You look like Channel is. Three. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so April never... O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual awakening, right there. <laughs> um, should we? I wonder if I should ask you the question. We should just move on to the next episode. That's up to you, man. I was gone for an hour, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can do a. You know, I've been here all the time. I mean, what are you talking about? I've been here. Let's well, end. Well, let's 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 end this episode. Move on, man. and and then we'll, we'll 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 come back. All right, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Nick, with my good buddy Lane. Hey, thanks for listening, guys. Hey, thanks for listening. Here. One, two, three. We're out. This has been the latest episode of The Educated. If you want to get in contact with our hosts or guests, email us at theeducatedpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's theeducatedpodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget, tonight's episode was brought to you by Cantankerous Junglefowl 102 Proof. Again, that's Cantankerous Junglefowl 102 Proof, found at your local Activio stores. You can also hit us up on Facebook, on MySpace, Napster, and even AOL chat room. We will be there from 9 p.m. to 4 a.m. Are we a hot lady or are we gross men? You'll never know, but talk to us. And don't forget, you can hit us up on GeoCities. And you can find us on Twitter at The Educated Podcast. And if you want transcripts of your favorite episodes, you can find them on Literotica.com. Thank you for listening. If I was going to have somebody like a cartoon character to be my sexual awakening, April O'Neil would be the closest. At least she's not, a human. Not that she was. Yes. At least she's a not human. Not that she was, but I she, mean, yeah. she yeah. was pretty hot. Was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Was it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? I'm sorry. I, I didn't watch that when I was a kid, mind. so I had to make sure. Yeah. It was, so, yeah. it was okay. a foursome, okay. at least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Donatello's <laughs> busy doing the computer stuff. They had all the other ass. Yeah, you ruined it for me. Thanks, man. Michelangelo was a party dude. Yeah. They also ate pizza. Yeah, where where does the penis come out? I don't know. In a turtle, where does it come out? I don't know. Oh no, it, it comes. But out. where? Like, At is the it very from bottom. like from the penis area? Where do you expect it to come out? Like, or no, does it come out I the arm? I, I bet if you Google oh, it. I don't want to do that. On, I want to <laughs> talk about it. <laughs> Honestly, what I, are the what are the logistics of that? By the way, of a turtle penis? Yeah. No, a turtle penis and a, and a human vagina.
A human one. Oh, so yeah. you're saying a turtle fucking Well, I'm human. sorry. I but thought your April was fucking Michelangelo. <laughs> That's what I was getting at. <laughs> well, yeah, but but they're teenage mutant. Mutant. Teenage mutant. Ninja turtles, which fuck the ninja right now. You know, I'm pretty sure there was still the turtle part and the legs coming out. But I didn't they were see like, any gap in there for a zipper. They were teenage, you know? though, and they were mutants. So maybe they had, like, mutant-sized well, regular penises. Well, I mean, cartoons can only go so far. So they, I mean, it might have been more expensive to make a zipper and than to not make a zipper. <laughs> more expensive. It costs more pencil strokes from the artists to make a zipper on the... That no, would I'm be ser- weird. No, I'm serious, because, like, that's happened... <laughs> no, that happened in uh, Poltergeist. Hourly, all right? <laughs> that happened in Poltergeist. They didn't use fake skeletons and stuff when things were floating around the pool. That was actual real skeletons. So, because <laughs> like they were life? cheaper. Mm-hmm. Because they were cheaper than plastic. So, I can only imagine what how far they got with com- comic stuff. Uh-huh. Or anything like... Mm-hmm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trying to like get their penis out. I'm sure they were not just like, oh, I'm gonna add a zipper. <laughs> oh no, that's too much. That's like 50 cents more. No. Let's, no, no, thank you. Let's just let's just make it look like they. I kind of always yeah. thought their little tail was a penis. Tail? I mean, what tail? Yeah, their little tail at the back. I kind of thought that was a little tiny. Have you never little, seen a turtle before? Little teeny tiny penis. Well, I thought I'm that sorry, was the penis, Michelangelo and Donatello had a tail, or yeah, of course it did. Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, I think they did. They did. They did. You know why they didn't? It was their penis. <laughs> when they were they mutated, they be- when they were mutated, it became the tail of the penis, and that was their now penis. All right, so let's say they have a penis, right? Yeah. So um, do they tuck it down or up? Into the waistband? Yeah. <laughs> probably got to go up because they, they, they probably why would they go waist, down? Their waistband the equivalent was no, it was the their belt. fucking shell, dude. No, that, they'd be tucking up. That'd be uh, that, that would be, be down and back. <laughs> That's way Is there too like far. a porthole in that shell? No, they could stick it out and just kind of. Of course it is. Well, yeah, but it's like I'm time just saying, like time travel just shows up in one other dimension. Yeah, just like you know, they, they wore that cool belt. They had a letter on it. Penis again. <laughs> that guy. Yeah, they you walk their... into your house, you see a turtle shell hanging on the coat rack. You're like, what the fuck is happening with my wife? <laughs> we need to talk. Yes. Seriously, you walk into the bedroom. Donatello's plowing her. Not, not just the turtle itself, just the penis. Not. <laughs> Because it's in a that's, whole other that's, universe. It's called masturbation. <laughs> that's a really weird, weird lie if you believe that. It wasn't me jacking off. It was Donatello from a different dimension fucking me. With his right, 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 right. You can find it on Activio.com, by the way. <laughs> Let's just call that it a no, giant green dildo. It's Triple oh, yes. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Triple T is the, the brand. They produce it. Activio sells it. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> Obviously. Season three, buddy. <laughs> Get it together. Right? <laughs>